So Beth, when you were a kid, did you ever, with other children your age, like play house? Oh, yeah, for sure. Were you ever like a parent in any of these scenarios? Mm, I I was sometimes the mom, yeah, once my older sister aged out okay. and wouldn't play with us anymore, yeah. And then in these scenarios, did you have a child of your own? Did I have a child? Um, well, because you said you were the mom. Well, I have a little sister, so I feel like I would probably have been her mom. Okay, and in these cases... Did you have to um, give your child, like, sustenance? Did you need to provide them with food? Probably, yeah, because I'm a good mom. But, of course, it was it was imagination. It was it was all, in, you know, you're just making your own fun. Yeah. So it, what you weren't actually, it was an actual food that you were giving them. Yeah, it was probably, like, plastic food. So they had to uh, pretend that they were satiated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they had to, so, so in this scenario, you're the mother... You're giving them this 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 make believe this make believe um, these make believe provisions these make believe meals and in these cases your your child in this case your younger sister she would be pseudo fed. <laughs> that was so complicated. Yeah, uh, that's a good joke about how I'm uh, hopped up on pseudo fed right now. So thank you. This podcast self evaluation does not condone drug use. No, I mean, not at all. I, between the two co-hosts, very differing views on how substances can be used and or abused. But as a whole, our policy, use medicine the way it's supposed to be used. I am using medicine the way it's supposed to be used. I'm just taking as much Sudafed as I need to feel like a normal person. That's all. But yes, if I do talk more quickly than usual on this episode, it's the Sudafed. Beth, we're only 30 seconds into this episode. You've, you, your mouth has been running like a motor. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll edit it back. This will sound totally <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll slow it down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, have we said the name of our podcast yet? I, I've said we're self-evaluation. Said okay. We are a podcast about selfie, a sitcom from 2014 starring John Cho and Karen Gillan. Yes, we are. I'm Beth. My name is Evan. I... I'm not hopped up on food. <laughs> so one of us is totally ready for this. Uh, this week, we are going to be recapping episode eight, which is called Traumatic Party Stress Disorder. And in this episode, Henry reluctantly celebrates his 40th birthday. Just like you did recently. Boo. Why are you booing me? You know I'm not 40. Is this a side effect of the Sudafed? <laughs> yeah no that's normal (laughs) i don't i don't like this bit where you pretend i'm older than i am it's not a good one maybe but you have such a mature presence no i don't you don't think think so i I don't think i do not even a little bit no if anything i feel like i'm the youthful presence in this podcast what (laughs) no are you serious is that is that really how you feel yeah that's how i feel oh man you know what (laughs) I would love our listeners to, to chime in. I don't know if this is going to get cut, but just write in to selfievaluationpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe send us a tweet at selfievalpod on Twitter. I strongly disagree. Okay. You want our listeners to write in and tell us which one of us has a more youthful presence? That is exactly is that what, what I want. <laughs> okay. All right. More than anything. Okay. Well, then I hope they answer and say it's me. 
Hey, listen to me. Talk about selfie. Cancel by BC in 2014. Evaluating selfie. We're still hoping for season two. Anyway, recapping. So, can I tell our listeners, Evan, why you are not as prepared for this episode as you normally are? I mean, I can tell our listeners. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Why? So, I do run two podcasts. The other one is Scooby Dudes. It is a Scooby-Doo podcast. And whenever I watch an episode that I'm recapping, I will uh, just go into OneNote and I'll type out all of my little thoughts and observations. And what I did was I recorded Scooby Dudes after I had seen this episode of Selfie and I overwrote my notes. Okay, see, this is this is where I'm confused. Well, first that you're using OneNote. That's confusing to me. Also, why why didn't you just start like a new document? Why, why do you have to record over it? Like it's like an old VHS and you're like recording something off the TV. I don't understand. You're not, your, your argument for not being 40 is not, <laughs> not holding up too well. Young people totally know what VHSs are. So anyway. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm just it's, I'm Suffice confused. to say, I have also watched the episode. I do have my own comments and recollections of said episode they just won't be as crisp as beth's are because she has her notes written down still yes and i don't in a notebook with a pen here's a little something i learned at my job as a harlequin proofreader i just need to say this very quickly (laughs) beth what is the definition of crisp what's the definition of crisp and I don't mean like, oh, this is what like British people call uh, <laughs> chips. chips. No, 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 no. I mean crisp. The adjective crisp. Uh, the adjective crisp? Um, ha- yeah, see, okay, my first thought was the word crunchy, which doesn't really work. For... No, why not? Because you said crisp, like as in, like, this is very crisp. Precise? No, no, no. I don't mean like, a. I, I just mean like the definition of the noun not that. I just want the definition of the adjective crisp. It's like crunchy, but it's different. I don't know. Okay. Why? Because I and my fellow proofreaders were shocked and appalled and shaken to our cores when we found out that the number one definition of crisp is like wavy and curly, like hair. What? Look it up. Go to Merriam Webster. Wavy and curly like hair? Yeah, like crisp hair, like like uh, hair? Justin Timberlake in the early aughts. What? Look at what? Up. Not what? Beth, you're a teacher of children. <laughs> if just, your kids just, ever what? ask you, Miss Larder, what does the word crisp mean? You need to give them the actual. You need to give them the facts. Yeah, but what? Oh, <clears throat> this is throwing me off. So, like, somebody would be like, "Wow, your hair is looking very crisp today." No one's ever they said that. They don't no mean sharp. They don't mean, ooh, like sharp, nice, crisp, fresh. What they mean is wavy and curly. So I could be like, mm, my hair's a little crisp today. Uh, I don't, I don't Okay, like see, here's the thing. We're having this conversation. You still haven't looked it up. <laughs> you, do you want me to look it up right now? Okay. You're in front of a laptop. Oh, no. My number one is firm, dry, and brittle. What dictionary are you using? Uh, Google.com. Use Merriam-Webster. <laughs> curly wavy and then number two easily crumbled curly wavy that's that's nonsense oh, mm, i don't like that 
Anyway, you're you're None correct. But I'm sorry that I've taken us on this whole tangent. Please feel free to edit it out if you wish. Should we start recapping now? It is Henry's birthday. Yeah, but nobody knows it's his birthday right at the beginning of the episode. So the beginning of this episode, Eliza is in Henry's office. Henry is giving Eliza a little mini lecture about how many germs are on the surface of her phone. That is how he is choosing to spend his day before his birthday. It's, it's a lot of germs. It is a lot of germs. It's, I, I do think about that from time to time. Do you? Yeah. Not like Why? all the time. Uh, because I touch my phone and then I think, hmm, there's a lot of germs on that phone. Uh, <laughs> that's it. One of my favorite things about the bathrooms in my office is that in the stall, there's a hand sanitizer. Like in the stall. Why isn't that just mandatory in all bathrooms? That makes sense because then you're not getting germs like on the door. Or your phone. Or your phone. You take your phone into the bathroom at work. Who doesn't? Don't tell me that. Beth. No. Everyone does. No. I'm not ashamed of it. Everyone does it. No. You also do it. You're just not willing to admit it here on the podcast. I really actually don't. I do not do that. Well, you know what? Some of us are more ashamed than others. I can say with pride that I take my phone into the bathroom with me and I use it. And I use the hand sanitizer so it does not get germs on it. Well, then that is good that your workplace thought ahead like that. I just leave my phone at my desk. That's what I do. But anyway, enough about that. So Eliza and Henry are having this conversation about germs on your phone. Charmonique comes in. Henry is not happy to see Charmonique in this situation. Charmonique is also not particularly enthused mm-hmm. about the duty uh, before her. It is company policy. She has to be there. Henry tells her, okay, get it over with. And then she starts to sing happy birthday to him. And Henry accepts the happy birthday. And then it's just like, okay, you did your duty. Oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. I, I have to stop waving my arms. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, tuck my arms Beth. in. Um, (laughs) so she sings happy birthday, Henry accepts her happy birthday, and then sends her on her way. Eliza had no idea that it was Henry's birthday. Technically, it's his birthday on Saturday. Which is perfect. You want, ideally, you want your birthday on the weekend. That way, you can have the party on the actual date of your birth. My birthday this year is on a Wednesday. It is not ideal. No, that's not ideal. So Eliza starts telling Henry about how... This is like her dream to have a birthday on a Saturday. And he's like, ah, whatever, I don't care. It's just a birthday. He's not into celebrating his birthday. He does not like to be celebrated. Classic Henry. Then Eliza says her birthday is on a stupid Tuesday. And Henry says, don't disparage Tuesdays. Tuesdays have done nothing to you. Which I feel like should be like our new Twitter bio. Oh, yeah. Because our podcast comes out every Tuesday. Tuesday's never done anything to you. (laughs) Yeah. Eliza is asking Henry about his plans for his birthday. His plans are maybe to power wash his carport and then maybe finish this documentary he's in the middle of on tiny houses. Let me say, power washing, very satisfying. I don't think I've ever power washed something. But have you watched people power wash anything? Probably. I, I get Yeah, just, I get the appeal. Yeah. You know, it's just the way that the you can see the dirt come off mm-hmm. and then it's like so clean and pristine underneath. And, and you don't have to scrub it or anything. What happens next is um, there's a discussion of gifts. Mm-hmm. Because Larry gives Henry a gift, and it is like a barbecue place gift card a that's partial, been used already. Yeah, partially used barbecue gift card. Which he has to chase but, Henry down to give it to him because Henry but is Sam against gifts. 
Yeah, Sam gives him an endangered ivory tusk letter opener. And so Henry says, look, these are classic examples of the two kinds of birthday gifts you receive. They're either poorly thought out and cheap, or they're over-the-top expensive and impersonal. Mm -hmm. So then his challenge to Eliza is, if you're going to get me a gift, because she says, I have to get you a gift. If you're going to get me a gift, I challenge you to make it something that is personal and meaningful, but still modest. So like, she can't go over the top. Find the sweet spot. It exists. Yeah. So Eliza does some research and um, she decides to get Henry two tickets to the Blues Travelers, which is apparently a band that he loved in high school, which she found out because she looked up his friends on Facebook and then went backwards in time until she found a picture of Henry in 1994 with what she described as a nasty little rat tail wearing a Blues Traveler t-shirt. So she did her research. Eliza shows up at Henry's house at like, I don't know, like 12.01. And I assume it's a Friday night because Henry's birthday is on the weekend. I assume it's a Saturday. Yes. It could be Friday or Saturday night. I don't know. Uh, But she shows up. It's Friday night because he said his birthday was on Saturday. So she was waiting until midnight of his actual birthday. But she's like, oh, happy birthday. He's like, what are you doing here? It's the middle of the night. She's like, oh, it's your birthday. Here is this gift. Henry is actually very impressed. She did find the sweet spot. This is uh, not ludicrously expensive. It is deeply personal. Thank you, Eliza. And then he says, you accomplished the task. And Eliza is not really happy with that response because she thought he was going to be like, woo, you know. And he's just like, She muses aloud to herself, you accomplished the task as she is, um, I guess, (laughs) post-coital. Okay. Yeah, you could use. I'm sorry. Is that not was that not the was that not the right word? Beth? I wasn't gonna talk about it at all because it's me. <laughs> but anyway, is it not important? It's okay. Are we recapping this show? Or <laughs> Whatever. She's with stupid Freddy, and she's still upset that uh, Henry was not excited about her gift. I thought it. Was, I thought it was funny that she's like, "You accomplished the task," and Freddy's like, "Like darn right, I did." He's just next to her in bed anyway you know what this is all part of the show (laughs) i'm not gonna gloss over this yeah but (laughs) i still edit this podcast so (laughs) we'll see what makes the final cut well you won't because you won't listen to it (laughs) 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 anyway so eliza is upset that henry did not express more excitement about her gift so then she's thinking, I still got to do something to like really celebrate his birthday. So then Freddie says, you should have a party for him. And she's like, mm, I don't think he wants a party. Freddie's advice is everyone secretly wants a party. All of Freddie's boys like parties. So this is <laughs> a very, very wonderful little gag yeah. where he's just talking about his boys, like his, his boys Felix and... Well, yeah, he um, starts off... Oh, I wrote him Keith down. Cl- you wrote them... Oh, really? I was going to, yeah. but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so when he's talking about his who he's gotten advice from about parties, he's talking about his boy Checkers, Peanuts, and Whiskers. And Whiskers is starting a new club. And then Eliza's like, do all of your friends have cat names? And then he says Felix Garfield. Uh, but those ones he's making up. I, all of them? The, no, the first three, Checkers, Peanuts, and Whiskers, Didn't, are his real I friends. I thought he also had other, like... Like Heathcliff was another one. Yeah, that's when he Heathcliff was just is? joking. Yeah. So the advice that he gets 
is that the party has to, the celebration has to match the celebrant. Celebrant? That doesn't sound right. Yeah. No, it's right. And also, it's great advice. It is good advice. So Eliza invites um, people that the show, people that audiences are already familiar with, i.e. kindercare pharmaceutical employees. Well, the reason is because she's thinking, what do I know Henry loves? Henry loves working. So she decides to throw him an office-themed birthday party. And not like the show The Office, like literally themed about his office. So she invites all of his co-workers. And also during this point, she has broken into his house to throw him a party. Because apparently his bathroom window can fit a size two. That's right. (laughs) So while Henry is at a restaurant a fancy looks like a pretty nice fancy sit down suit well suit and tie kind of place with julia i believe he's wearing a bow tie still a tie yeah i'm just saying because later he's still wearing the bow tie when he goes well anyway we'll talk about it (laughs) so he and julia are at the restaurant eliza is back there and she's just telling everyone just pretend you're at work (laughs) yeah (laughs) and there is this really fun bit where they're all discussing um and it's like her and sam and larry uh just pretend you like she's like yeah just just drink and talk to larry much like you would do at work and sam is like i feel like i should say that um when you're at work you should not be drinking (laughs) and then eliza's like well fine then just act completely sober and do work much like you would do at work it's very concerning for Sam. Yeah. <laughs> it is very funny for me as a viewer. Yeah. So we have not really talked about... So there's kind of parallel things happening here. So Eliza is in Henry's house because she's broken in. She's invited all of his co-workers. They are also there discussing how this office-themed birthday party is going to work. The reason they can do this is because Henry is having dinner with Julia. And Julia is attempting some birthday ribbing. Did you... Did you like this? I Okay. I did not... I didn't like it in the sense that I like enjoyed it or thought it was actually funny. But last week we did talk a lot Do about. Do you know what the word "like" means? What? Beth. What? I said, like, you know what the word "like" means? <laughs> I did not like this in the sense that I enjoyed it. Let me be clear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I. <laughs> Right, this is the suit of it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay. I thought it was good because I feel like it made Julia seem more human than she has before. Because you can see that this is like something she's working on. So that's kind of like what we talked about before is like I wanted to see like some flaws. So I feel like Julia not really being good at jokes, but like trying really hard anyway, was kind of endearing, but I did like... It's not, it's not actually funny. She's bad at jokes. Yeah, she's bad she, at Did jokes. you write any of her jokes down? She said something like, the night is still young, unlike you. And she says things like, seriously, folks, a lot. And she does like that voice. She also, okay, so during the dinner, she is like, oh, um, I don't know if we have any plans after dinner, but there's, a, there's some kind of exhibition at the local museum about the something trade route. I didn't write it down, and you lost your notes. So. I wrote it down, though. Do you remember it? Nope. Okay, well, this is. I wrote down Henry's response. He says, 
Oh, I do love river-based trade, but I was hoping to check out the Blues Traveler concert. I thought it might be kind of a cultural safari. So he's like, like trying to be very casual about it. Cultural. She says something. She like she like plays off of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cultural safari. Oh. I know. She says, more like cultural, I'm sorry. Right. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Again, very bad. Yeah, but she's trying, and I do appreciate that. So anyway, so he kind of is like, oh, yeah, I was thinking maybe we could check it out. And someone did give me tickets, you know. So he's kind of playing it like, oh, it will be nostalgic, like, uh, you know, whatever. So Julia does agree to go with him. So now they have gone to the concert. Eliza and company are still in his house. Not a lot is happening at the house. I, I just say that we stick with Julia and Henry. Yeah. Um, they're there at the Blues Traveler concert. And um, there is another Blues Traveler superfan played by Ron Funches. I really like Ron Funches. His stand-up is very good. He is very fat in this episode. <laughs> he has since lost a lot of weight. He was on a show called Powerless on NBC with Danny Pudi, Alan Tudyk, and Vanessa Ann Hudgens, which did not last very long. We've talked about this before. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I like Ron Funches. Yeah. I like his line delivery. I think he's very funny. Yeah. And he's good in this episode, too. So this guy is just also at the concert. He's kind of a super fan. And uh, Henry, you know, comes in with Julia. And he's like, oh, thanks so much for, like, uh, putting up with this. Humoring yeah, me. Humoring you know, me. Yeah, humoring me. I'm just really here for the nostalgia. And he doesn't even get through that sentence. And he's, like, very adorably into it. He's, like, singing along and, like, dancing and stuff. And he's, like, very much in his element. And it's like, You still wonderful. got it. Uh, frontman name. He's very into it. Julia is is not really into it. She's just kind of standing there, like, "What is happening?" I mean, it's it's awkward. She's just kind of. He's all like, "Oh, do, do you do you want do you want me to get you some headphones?" And she's like, "Or sorry, earplugs." And she's like, "Yeah, that would actually be great." And and you know, and then he's like back into it. He just like he goes from attending to her to ignoring her in like the snap of a finger. I don't, I don't know what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you're going for that either. Yeah. So he's he's not being a very good date. And she's like clearly uncomfortable. Like in the whole setting, like she's just not into it. She's also on call. So she at one point is like, um, I'm actually on call. Like I'm just going to wait I, outside. I didn't believe that. Ah, uh, I don't know. She's, she's a children's u- urologist or something. Yeah. A, Anybody a pe- can be on call. No, but she has like a you know like a yeah, clinic. Yeah, she has a practice, she's not, like, not a hospital. She, exactly, she's not like a like a surgeon or something. I feel like I don't know enough about being a doctor to like say for sure, but yeah, it's possible she's not really on call and she just was using it as an excuse. But anyway, yeah, she definitely did not want to be there. Yeah, at one point she's like trying, she's trying to like kind of get out of it, and uh, Henry like turns to her and he's like, <laughs> "What does he call it?" He said. Did, did you see my tasty solo? And she's like, it, that was very tasty. And he turns to uh, Wayne, who's next to him. And, and Wayne is kind of judging. And he's like, Julia, I think I speak for Wayne when I say you're really harshing the mellow. And she kind of apologizes for harshing the mellow and then is like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, I'm out. I got to go. And it is, I, I also do want to mention that she leaves and comes back and within the span of time within 
her short absence, Henry has bedecked himself in a blues traveler garb. Like, <laughs> with a hat really think and about everything. It, but yeah, it's true. He's got, like, how would you describe that kind of hat? It's like a... It's, good, it's like uh, a fisherman hat. It's mm, a rim that goes around. Yes. It's not a fedora, though. It's fedora-esque. It's closer to a fedora. Fedora-esque. It's like a, it's like a cross between, like, a fisherman's hat, like, that you'd have, like, the little, you know, things on Looks. it. Lures. And a, and a fedora. It's 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 an ugly hat, is what I'm trying to say. He's, he got a t-shirt, too, right? Henry, yeah. Henry is also, like, I don't know if distraught is the right word, but he doesn't take her leaving well. Yeah, well, he's kind of like, I knew this would happen, like, when I let loose. Like, now I've lost her and she left. Like, th- this is what I assumed would happen, you know? And, and then and he's, this like, sad the... about it for a minute, and right. then he just gets right back into it. But unfortunately, this vibe sort of like comes out again as he makes his way back to his home. He realizes, I guess, on the lonely drive back to his house that he started this night with a date and he's ending it without a date, which is not ideal. That's not typically how you want things to go. Yeah, true. So he's like not super excited. And then he comes home to find all of his coworkers inside his house unexpectedly and they surprise him they've got this whole office thing set up there's like light music playing in the background stuff also i did write it down they're playing the instrumental version of the song such great heights which i just thought was very of that time but anyway he's not he's not excited yes (laughs) uh eliza may i speak to you in the kitchen so they go into the kitchen and she's like ah you had fun and he's like that's beside the point kind of and she's like well i know you have fun because you bomb merch you don't buy yeah, merch. And nobody. Yeah, you don't buy merch at a concert where, that you did not have fun at. Yeah. <laughs> so she's feeling like she's done a great job. And then he basically is like, I didn't have a great night. Like, Julia left. And now I come home and my house is filled with coworkers who I don't want to spend time with. And of course, Which because is it's a sitcom. Obviously. They're right there. Sam and Co. right behind him. Yep. Yep. He says, uh, I think we should go and I will see you on Monday. Yeah. So that's kind of a bust. And then, yeah, he basically told Liza, like, all I wanted to do tonight was to sit home and watch my documentary and kind of against my better judgment, I went out and now, like, Julia's not talking to me. So he basically blames Eliza. It's pretty unfair. Yeah, because she was just really trying to do something nice for him. So it was like, well, okay. The Blues Travelers thing was nice breaking into his house to throw him a surprise party not nice i mean i would like that you would like someone to break into your house and throw a surprise party and throw me a surprise party yes which you then have to clean up after i mean my friends would help me clean up because i have good friends <laughs> and you wouldn't kick them out as soon as the party starts also right yeah okay you really you really would like people to break into your house and throw you a, and surprise, throw me a surprise party, party. at any time yes Oh, any time, especially if at it's any time, if it's only on my birthday, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm a little bit primed for like a surprise party. But if it was like, just at any point during the year, that's truly a surprise. But like, you're always prepared to have a surprise party. It'd be nice. I don't want to, <laughs> no, I don't want to say this because I feel like this will make me sound like the old person on this podcast. But I feel like there well, are some are. times when you're not in the mood for a surprise party, you know? Like, I, okay, I would rather know that the party is happening so I can, like, anticipate and be like, yay, I am going to have a party later. 
But like some days you do just want to like not be around people. And then if there were sometimes suddenly a lot of people. with a crossword puzzle. <laughs> sometimes you, I don't know, you want to tighten the nuts on your walker. Uh, what else? What else? What other activities do you enjoy on a, on a quiet Tuesday night? <sighs> All I'm saying is that I think <laughs> it's not always a good time for a surprise party. That's all. That's all. But anyway, his party has ended. Everyone has left. Henry is now cleaning up from his own surprise party. And then Julia comes back and basically apologizes for leaving him and explains to him that... Uh, she was outside of her comfort zone. Yeah, she was pushed outside of her comfort zone. And when that happens, she tends to become harsh and punishing and then henry kind of hearing those words looks at like all the balloons and stuff and realizes that he's kind of the same way and he has just done that to eliza and it's like very big of her of, of, julia, of julia to to sort of to come back and just be like yeah this isn't something i should have done i wanted to be there for you and i wasn't able to and i'm, I'm, I'm sorry for that and then she says that she got him a little something which is appropriate, given her height and frame and stature and whatnot. <sighs> anyway. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, like, did, what happens next? <laughs> she. Ah. Uh, whatever. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. Then she she apologizes to him, and then she says in her birthday ribbing voice, she goes, "I'll be here all night." Well, she kisses him. Okay, yeah, that too. I'm sorry. Was that? No, it's not. <laughs> was that? Was that too much to say? <laughs> no, it's not too. Anyway, so that is how Henry's birthday ends. The next scene is back in the office. Henry calls no, 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 Eliza. No, no, no. Eliza's apartment. Oh, okay. This is great. So sometimes when a party is a bust, you kind of want to keep things going. You go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, an after party, I believe it's called in some circles. This after party only involves three participants. Eliza, it is her dwelling, Charmonique, and Larry. <laughs> yeah. Classic crew right there. So Charmonique is asking Eliza, like, oh, are you going to apologize to Henry? Or do you think Henry's going to forgive you? And Eliza's like, forgive me? He should be thanking me. Like, I had this great party for him and, like, got him these tickets. So she does not feel bad. Larry compliments Eliza's calves something like that yeah and then also propositions them for a threesome yes and they're like larry no we told you already this will not happen (laughs) which okay we had talked before about larry's wife being nervous about him and we were like why now i feel like we know why apparently when larry drinks he just gets a little frisky it's a little weird I, i would describe it as creepy but anyway he, he falls asleep. Yeah, he falls asleep. Then, back at the office, Henry calls Eliza into his office and says, I think he apologizes for being so harsh with her, and then says, I actually did have fun on my birthday, which is all that Eliza really wanted to hear. Is that it? Is that the end of the episode? Oh, and then she says, I know you had fun. And he's like, how did you know? I, I just told you. And she's like, oh, because you're on YouTube. And then she shows him a video and it's called something like oh. Bowtie Man, something at the Blues Travelers concert. And it's him she and Wayne. She says it has 837 views. <laughs> and then he is like, I've gone viral, which is not true. Well, I mean, it's, it's 
It's like a mini vi- mini virus. <laughs> it's more oh, than like ten. Not enough to break out the Sudafed for is what I think. <laughs> he wants to delete the video and uh, doesn't know how. And it's this really embarrassing, well, funny and gratifying for Eliza, embarrassing for Henry, where he is poking at her phone, and he tweets it out to all of her followers, and he likes and favorites it. And she's just like, wow, you really don't know how to use the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because he thinks he can delete the video from her phone. At the end, he's just saying, like, delete video. Siri, delete the video. Which I feel like is Henry being very 40, I guess. Just like you. No, that's, that's, not, that's not a funny joke. I just joke. think it's so cool that we have an intergenerational <laughs> podcast. International, intergenerational, no. Ah, uh, I'm like four months older than you. Like, that's it. Okay, you're starting the outro. This was great. Oh. I should not take notes more often because we sped through this. <laughs> so your note-taking is really holding us back. That's really what we've learned. 100%. I write down everything. Okay. This is a question for you. You said, at any time, you would welcome your friends breaking into your home to throw you a surprise birthday party. At any time. What theme would your surprise party be? Because it's not birthday themed. Well, Henry's was office themed. What would your friends make your birthday? Oh, so this is a, a birthday surpri- a surprise birthday party. Okay, it's a party for you. It is correct. It is geared around you and the things that you like. What would the theme be? Hmm. Uh. I feel like you just had an idea and then chose not to share it. You know me too well. It must be <laughs> all of those years that you have up on me. Uh, I would want it to be like a Harlequin romance party. <laughs> I think that'd be so cool. I I want to open the door and have there be like a trail of rose petals to like the kitchen where everybody's waiting for me. You know, there's like champagne. It's really nice. That's... You're you're going on record that that's that's. I want the, the party. guys to have like fake fake pecs and abs, like like the unyielding planes, as as many of the books like to call them. I what's that face? <laughs> I don't know. The they're planes and they do not yield. They're the uh, they're unyielding planes. Anyway, <laughs> so Harlequin romance themed birthday slash surprise, surprise party. party. Yeah, that, that sounds would make you wonderful. Happy. Okay, well, now you just have to get your friends to listen to this podcast so that they get this idea in their heads. Also, maybe you should listen to it. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to uh, catch up. Well, that, that was my intro to the outro. <laughs> oh, good Listeners, job, Beth. if you have any ideas of what kind of surprise parties you would want people to throw you mm-hmm. after breaking into your home while you were away, <laughs> you can send them to us yeah. at selfievaluationpodcast at gmail.com you sure can you can also tweet at us at selfievalepod on twitter.com and also depending on how much I have to do today (laughs) I guess you can go to selfievaluation at sorry selfievaluation.tumblr.com which is a tumblr that I do a very good job hmm very good very bad very bad job of, of keeping up to date I'm gonna look at it right now please don't why Beth, not? don't do that. <laughs> it's too late. I'm looking at it. Oh, there it is. September. Last September's update. Old. September 4th? Is that accurate? Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, yeah, probably Twitter is your best bet. 
if you want us to see what you Beth write. does a very good job. Thank you, Evan. Thank you. And you can follow her at the Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very actively posting Scooby Doo content. So there you go. Uh, anyway, next week, next Tuesday, we will be releasing our commentary of this episode so this episode we really just recapped we told you what happened next week we are going to get more into like the themes and then also talk about what we would have liked to see happen if there were more than five episodes following this one that's right so yeah come back tuesday listen to us talk more maybe beth will have taken more (laughs) maybe not you never know what will happen so stay tuned (laughs) okay Thank you for listening. Thanks.